What's going on, people? What is going on? You are now tuning in to the Six Man Combo. Hope you enjoy. Let's get it. What's going on, people? What is going on? We're getting a little uh, funky tonight, as you uh, already see. I'm a West Coast rider, a rider. You don't want that. As you already know, DJ Six Man K Styles on the ones and twos. And I'm sitting here with your boy, Mad Mike. You boy, a freestyle on your ass. Your ass is grass. I don't think you want to ride. All right, man, you, 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 you sitting over there riding a pine over there. Hey, hey, boy, I'm about to take a freestyle on y'all. <laughs> hey, you know the six man coming through chilling on the Tuesday. You see one, two on the nine day. But, We gotta kick it off right. Like, what are those three words when we start the show it off with? Real. Whoa. This is kind of like that old school bootleg porno that you find in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> it does, it does. <laughs> It does, but this shit ride though. And now I'm out of focus. I don't know how the hell that just happened. Oh my gosh, really? But we gotta do the real roll call first before we do all that. Mm-hmm. And today's roll call goes to Robert Ponder, Pat Norris, Joseph Thornton, Ted Swartzy, Gaming, Kenneth Lewis, Spit, and Bubble Gum. Sherman Wood, Jerry Bowie, ATM Leo. Look like Yeezy back in the building now. We ain't seen that. UK <laughs> 90. We got Nathan Floyd, D. Coleman. We got the low ski in the building. Red Swarm. Shouts out to the professor, man. Y'all make sure y'all go ahead and subscribe to his channel, Mr. Professor Noah. We got ATM 534. That's the young gunner. That's the barber. You need a cut. You holler at him. We got Dreddy, Darnell Partridge, Keyshawn Vlad, Aaron Mack. 
Lowski said this is a spice one B. We got the Pharisee trying to call spice one, man. <laughs> hey man, I guess not everybody like it, man. I might, I might keep it for a little bit. Mm. Now y'all want the old school porno music, or do you like the <laughs> the, 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 the the vibe we got going on tonight? Thumbs up on the new vibe. Thumbs down on the new vibe. Hmm. Uh oh, somebody said this is a banger. Hmm. Hey, hey, we gonna get off three, two. All right, man, let's go ahead and get to the show tonight, man. You know how we already do this. Um, as we've already know, you know what? Before we start tonight's topic show, I wonder if anybody called Mike's live yesterday. Now, the reason why I say this Seems some seems a few people done got in their feelings <laughs> about what the hell is going on right now in Falcon But <laughs> yeah, D. Coleman said, yeah, they said they all saw they said your boy dropped the bit bag in the goddamn chat. <laughs> now the reason why I wanted to bring that up, too, because Mike made an interesting point about certain people as far as worrying about what others think about you as being a fan of the Falcons. And the dude that brought out the bit check, I'm just going to be honest with you. He literally just got pimped out in front of everybody. And didn't realize he was doing it. This man, <laughs> he got pimped out. Oh my god! Mike, Mike came, Mike came on the um the the pinky side of the game with this one. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, know. that ain't your fault. Do offered it. <laughs> he offered the money. But I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought, it was, I thought it was hilarious, man. I, I didn't catch it at the time. I had to replay it, but I was like, bruh. Dude literally had the audacity. He said, I'm I'm retired at the age of 30 at 25. What do you say, $26 an hour? Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Tia, don't do that, man. <laughs> Dude <laughs> <laughs> oh literally God. said he 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 he's at 30, 30 gonna be retired by 30, making 26 dollars an hour. I did the mathematics on that. Somebody hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me um stop the camera right quick. Uh oh.
All right, I'm back. <laughs> Somebody was capping. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you was up to. I didn't know you was up to something. <laughs> Somebody was capping, boy. Twenty six dollars an hour. That's fifty two thousand dollars a year. You ain't retiring on shit. <laughs> but for those that got that that pimped his ass out for some money, hopefully it made your damn day. Yeah, so, sir. Well, we definitely made your day. So y'all right. know not to miss an episode of any of our shows. Things like that can go down. <laughs> yeah, man. So let's go ahead and get to the show tonight, man. I just wanted to, I just wanted to reiterate on that. I thought that was fun, pretty funny. Um, okay, so the question tonight is, as far as yesterday, what we talked about, Marcus Mariota and his offense, Um, I thought we'd talk a little bit about defense and how the defense performed versus the Rams. And the major question for tonight was, do you feel like Deion Jones is being missed on this defense right now? Now, before the fourth quarter, This linebacker court looked absolutely atrocious. Missing gaps, missing tackles. Looked very undisciplined. We even kind of saw it in the Saints game, but the biggest difference was they was getting pressure. This week they wasn't getting any pressure because the Rams was getting the ball out quick because they felt it was coming. And the linebacking court got exposed. Now, when the fourth quarter came around, when Michael Walker got the interception, the momentum turned. Everybody started getting that uplift beat. Rams couldn't do nothing. Boom, after thing, boom, three and out. Almost interceptions. Boom. Everything working together. But just like we talk about with the offense, we talk about consistency for, for a whole dollar. Oh, no, Michael. I made that joke during the game. I said, nigga, we look like Georgia Tech in the first three quarters. <laughs> right. We look, boy, we, boy. Oh, oh, don't get me started on that. But this is what we talk about, why the optimism is good for this team, because now you've seen this team fight in a different situation that that you want to see them fight. You want to see them fight through the adversity. You want to see what they could do when the chips are down. And these boys fought back, so I give them credit. But at the end of the day, And one thing Mike pointed out to me and all our, uh, all the conglomerate pointed out to me that I never realized was that Rashad Evans got benched in the second half for quite a good little while. I didn't pay no damn attention to that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mike, man. What you got to think about? What, 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 what's your takes on this? Um. Well, 
I like to use this word. I don't know why I like to use it. Ever so graciously, um, I was, I guess it made me sound small when I say ever so graciously. I, um, I just like saying that word. Um, I was pulling, I, 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 I've been called out quite a few times on Twitter saying, Mike, you just have to stop this Deion Jones campaign. I just don't understand. You need to stop it, Mike. You need to stop it. Why? 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 Because our 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 uh fourth round pick, I believe it was Troy, was a uh, fourth round pick. Same Third round, round pick. pick. Third. He was a second round pick. Second. second. Round pick. All right, second round pick. Troy Yeah, he got in the game. How did he look, K style? Let's just keep, let's keep that real. He looked like he got slapped with a two by four. At a dog racing event. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on. Look like Alf. He look. <laughs> he look like Alf and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get so, me started on Michael Walker. Ass. Oh, good mm-hmm. lord, Hammer. Oh, we getting there. We getting there. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna break this down in a little bit. So. You look at Troy, look like absolute horse shit. Let's call that what it is, dog shit, however you want to mm-hmm. call it. However you want to put it, it's still Poppycock. Poppycock? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. He did not look good. He looked lost on several occasions. Um, Kind of lucked out during the time because the Rams couldn't get their offense together and we lucked up on that play. So they called a timeout. Um. He looked like he looked like he had no clue what he was doing out there. No clue. He was completely. You had safeties running up to him saying, "Do this, do that, do that." Linebackers, Michael Walker had no clue what the hell he was looking at. Not that Michael Walker, but the Michael Walker of the Atlanta Falcons. So, when you got that type of stuff that's going on, why should I not talk about Deion Jones? Have we ever, on defensive side of the ball, not like we're talking about a guy that trained for you? Or Luca? Yeah, he was one of the main reasons why he was able to have you know get that big contract. Mainly because Deion Jones was one of the guys teaching him. He was making the calls. You saw several times during games where he was mic'd up, and he's calling out the plays for. And then we got these content creators that goes off. Like, what you mean? That's what he's supposed to do. Hmm? So if you're saying that he has a bad attitude and Deion Jones are doing these types of things, why is it the fact, why is it that it's a bad thing that I gotta talk about? Deion. Like I said, I'm going to make this make sense. The problem right now is guys don't understand where the hell they're going. What they, where they going. I mean, you heard Chauncey say, I don't know if you guys heard Chauncey say, he looked like a damn three-year-old running around in circles trying to figure out what the hell to do. Talking about Michael Walker. Didn't know what the hell he was doing or where the hell he was going. 
had a wide open gap and he just sat there and looked at it. And you're trying to tell me that Deion Jones is not missed? One thing that we know about Deion Jones, he's going to get to a spot. If he sees a spot, he's going to get to it fast. And he understands what he's seen. And what I'm seeing from Michael Walker is hesitation. What I'm seeing from Troy Anderson is hesitation. From what I'm what I'm seeing from Rashawn Evans is he has no confidence whatsoever when it comes down to pass coverage. He looks like he wants no part of it. And that was one of the main reasons why he ended up getting bitched. If you go back and look at that first drive for the Rams, they went directly at the running back, uh, the linebacker. They went straight to the middle of the field. Um, both of those guys got sucked up, and they had a it, uh, had a uh, pass over the middle. I forget who it was. Might have been a tight end or the um, oh Tyler Higby. It was yeah. It was right over him, right to him, right off the bat. They didn't waste no time going at the linebackers. But we trying to say Deion Jones isn't. Mike, you should stop. So those are my things when it comes down to these linebackers, man. Where the Falcons are missing more than anything is a guy that trusts what he's saying. Trusting what you're seeing. That's the biggest thing. Hmm. Trusting what you're seeing. Yeah. Um and we're not saying that the other guys won't get better. But like you said, you have to have that leader out there. You have to have that general out there that's going to be kind of like, okay, I see you. I got your back. I'm going to put you in the best positions to make plays. Like I said before, Michael Walker is an outside linebacker. He has no business playing inside. But the thing about with Michael Walker that frustrates everybody is he's one of the best playmakers we got on the defense. But you just want to see it consistently in all multitude faces on that defense. Shouts out to Utah Sports, one-third of the heavy hitters. Said one Boom. thing you can't teach with linebackers is instincts. Debo sees plays before they happen. That's why Debo has so many pick sixes. Exactly. <clears throat> you gotta have you you have you gotta have a guy. You you gotta have a green a green dot in your linebacking core that can see everything and put guys in the right position. Michael Walker is not ready for that green dot yet. Um, I forgot who made the analogy. I, no, it was, was it LT that made the analogy that Michael Walker. No, he said that about Jameis Winston. But Michael Walker is essentially one of those guys that you will be more confident with him at spot duty. which means he plays off of everybody else. That's his game. I, I Like I said, but if you have him as the primary play caller on defense, I 
he's got a long way to go. And don't mm-hmm. get me started on that missed um, tackle for loss opportunity he had where he um, olayed the motherfucking running back. But we 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 ain't gonna kill him too much because the pick six was the momentum shift we needed. Mm-hmm. That's the frustrating part about it because he is definitely a guy <clears throat> in those zone blitz packages can make plays and. Bridget here said they need Dion or somebody giving up 27 points, 31 points in these games can't win like that. Definitely agree. You gotta make a you gotta you you have to make a stop. You have to take care of your opportunities. Like I said, the safeties didn't play no better neither. Actually, the whole defense looked horrible in the first three quarters anyway. Mm-hmm. But we're not just going to attack the linebackers, just the linebackers, but everybody looked bad. But it's just one of those cases where you just need that one spark to set that thing in motion. Um, D. Coleman here said, outside of Debo returning, is there anything the linebackers can do to improve or with his team is simply tap them all season? The one thing that these linebackers are going to have to improve. Hmm, that's a good question. I actually had the answer, but then I lost the answer, so I'm trying to regain the answer back. (laughs) Um, Linebackers are just going to have to be consistent in the past coverage game. The run game, we the linebackers are good in the run game if they cover their gaps right. But the pass game, it, it, it has to have a little bit more work done. <clears throat> and this is where the Falcons' pass rush is going to have to be very important too because if you have linebackers, at least for these next two games, if you have linebackers that are kind of like, eh, 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 in coverage, your pass rush helps that out a lot. What do you think about that question, Mike? Uh, how do you feel? Um, oh, uh, no, don't no, no remind me. Yeah, there was a lot of zone out there too. It was a lot of uh, soft, soft zone out there as well. It it was, but a lot of the zone problems are not necessarily bad. Like just because you're playing zone doesn't mean it's actually a bad thing. The problem with a lot of zone is the lack of depth. Uh, or uh, um, that I'm seeing from the Falcons, they're way too close to the line of scrimmage because they're comfortable being at the line of scrimmage. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? That means guys are not necessarily comfortable in space uh, where they have to cover. So anytime you see linebackers too close to the line and in past situations, it's because they're not comfortable with depth. Um, And that's something with Dion. It don't matter if if Dion, one of those guys, he can be close to the line of scrimmage, but he got enough speed to get back and recover for the lack of depth. And that's a lot of times how he gets a lot of his interceptions. If you go back and look at the interceptions against Jameis Winston, he was kind of coming up and he was, he was, he was, he was deep. He started inching closer, inching closer. And then bam, he saw it. So a lot of those things come the lack of depth when, uh, um, from the Atlanta Falcons 
um, linebackers. And that's why you see a lot of those passes over the middle is because they're a little bit too close to the line. Not because, you know, they're, they're not good at it. A lot of it comes down to confidence. Am I confident that I can get back to that spot? Can I recover it? Deion Jones is the guy. Look, it don't matter where he at. He's a threat. Take that bitch to the house. So you're going to see him closer. You're going to see him far deep playing. And that's why a lot of people always say, Deion, all right, he should be a safety. Why? Because he's comfortable with his ability to get, you know, um, the depth sideline to sideline. So, I like, one thing that I, I've, I've been noticing, too, is just, like, those guys are just way too close to the uh, line of scrimmage. And like I said, that's a good thing when he can run on the fence, but you got to get di- you got to get deeper. Force those guys to throw the ball shorter than the first uh, than the uh, first down. I'm seeing a lot of first and ten um, big plays, second and ten big plays, big chunk plays, and I think that's the biggest issue. If they uh, if they cut down on the lack uh, on the the chunk plays. On first down, the Falcons would be they'd be better, but they're giving up way too many big chunk plays on first down for my liking, and largely due to the fact that they just, like I said, they just don't trust the depth. Like those, the linebackers, um, and and one thing I think someone said in the uh, in the uh, in the chat, but I think the biggest issue right now, and I've stated this before. That slot corner for the Atlanta Falcons is huge for Dean P's defense. He has to have a guy that he can trust because in his defense, that's what he leaves open. He needs a guy that's going to be across because a lot of those uh, plays that when he sends blitzes, he tend to send his inside linebackers. Either one or two. You just have to figure out which one he's going to send. So oftentimes you'll see the slot corner in position to get interceptions in position to get sacks because he's sending one of those uh, middle linebackers. And then you got a guy like Isaiah Oliver who got enough athleticism where he can make up from the middle of the field. If he sends Rashawn Evans, well, he got enough athleticism to get back to the spot that you voided by sending the blitz for Rashawn Evans. So these are the things that you're seeing. Um, we're seeing a lot of teams attacking our, our slot corner. They're not necessarily going at our corners like that, despite what a lot of people think. Just because guys give it up two touchdowns in the game doesn't mean he's actually playing well, not playing bad. So that's what the Falcons is like. That's what the Falcons are missing. They're missing that slot corner that they can trust. Um, and you kind of saw. Uh, what's his name, uh, Eric Harris, struggled a little bit because he haven't really had a lot of playing time, but they need a guy. Um, Darren Hall actually got smoked that entire game. He, he made up for it with some big plays uh, on um, you know, uh, causing a fumble, but like I said, a lot of those guys getting smoked because teams know that's what's going to be open. That's what Dean Pease is going to give to you. You always hear that, that, that slogan, Take what the defense give you. Well, that's yeah. exactly what Dean Peters is going to give you. You're going to have to figure out, all right, how am I going to beat this slot corner? 
because oftentimes he's not going to let you. Because you saw this time he was switching the corners. AJ was on the right and the left side. And the same thing for Casey. Casey ended up getting the interception because they kept switching. Right. Because Stafford was going to be Stafford. Stafford was going to give you at least two, three opportunities to get the ball back. They capitalized on two of them. They missed out on one more. But but essentially, like, with these guys is you have a lot of speed out there. You have a lot of guys that want to attack the line of scrimmage. That's a good thing, but you got to get home. Troy Anderson's um, block punt was huge for the Falcons, too. So these guys made some plays when they needed to. But it just goes down to the whole overall team concept where you have to do it for a dollar. Four quarters. You got to do it for four quarters. Mm-hmm. And that is the next step that this team has to take in order for them to get to where they need to get to. First game, you did it for three quarters. Second game, you did it for one quarter. Let's put that shit together and do it for four in one game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Once they're able to get to that, the sky's the limit for this team. So, I want to go ahead and let y'all go ahead and hit that like button. Share this with your peoples. Hey, man, six-man K-Styles, we trying to get our message out here because we feel like, hold on, let me, let me put some. Let me let me put some um waiting music right quick. So y'all make sure y'all go ahead and hit that like button, share, comment, subscribe, six man K styles. Make sure you also hit up Mad Mike Sports if you already if you haven't hit Mad Mike Sports as well as you talk sports. We just want to get this message out here that let them know that there's some Falcon fans out here that's willing to be on the positive side of the game. It ain't always got to be negative. You can have constructive criticism, but if you're always talking negative, who wants to hear that? I know I damn sure don't want to hear that. We got 80 people in here right now. Just need two more likes so we can go ahead and continue. Who the hell want to hear a nagging person all the time? Nobody. Mostly, <laughs> I don't even like hearing your bosses talk, talk, tell you anything what to do. The hell you think we want to hear somebody complaining all the damn time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you.
Appreciate that, man. Um, all right, Mike. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to put this. So, You got anything you want to add to that? Anything you want to get off your chest or something? Could I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put this in, in the right words, but I can't think of it. Um, I want to reiterate what I was saying earlier, if I Go didn't ahead. make myself clear. All right. Let me just, uh, because uh, obviously some people just, don't have common sense and they don't understand what real logic means um being logical means uh they don't know what real being real means uh being real is not focusing on what people do bad all the time that's not being real i don't know what the hell hell that came from where everybody oh i'm gonna just call out your bullshit no that's not being real being real is being fair Right down the middle. You're going to talk about their negatives and you're going to talk about their positives. Mm-hmm. That's what being real. Calling people out and saying this, oh, you suck, you suck. Oh, you doing, you were done today. You were done. That's not being real. You calling, you, if you can talk about their negative, you can talk about how great they are. You can talk about, hey, man, you're doing a good job. I love what you're doing. But that shit right there, that's mm-hmm. done what you're doing. That's what being real. Calling out the negative and the positive. But we got so many people just like, all right, we lose. Oh, we lose the same weight. We lose the same weight. We lose the same We know that. But you got to have that same energy when we get them dubs. You got to have the same energy when we give up zero sacks. You got to have that same energy when you don't. So that's all we're saying. So we're talking about all these people that get like, oh, y'all just being up. Like, oh, why shouldn't I? How are we going to get better as a team? How's the coach? How the coach is going to get better as a team solely focusing on what guys can't do? If I'm steadily saying, well, Marcus, you can't make that throw. You can't make that throw. Marcus, you can't make that throw. Marcus, you can't make that throw. How are you going to get better saying, Marcus, you can't make that throw? Are you going to teach him how to make the throw? Are you going to tell him how he can get better? How about talking about, all right, Marcus, you're a little bit more accurate when you're on the run. You're a little bit more decisive when you step up in the pocket or step back. Those are the things. That's how you get better when you pick out, all right, this guy is good in this aspect. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm one of the most horrible people. I'm horrible when it comes to multitasking. Bro, I look, I lose my train of thought in a half a second. <laughs> I don't lose my train of thought in a half a second. I'm bad at multitasking. I know that. <laughs> okay, Siles. <laughs> right. <laughs> look, we, we're not very good. So I'm gonna have people all right, remind me of this, remind me of that. We got notes written down. Those are how you get over those. But 
that's how you get better. Understanding and knowing what the negatives are and how we're going to get past the negatives. That's it. Yeah, I might say for a lot of folks that don't know, know, even though he do say we got notes, we really don't have notes. No, we don't. <laughs> we gonna let y'all know right now. Everything we do, every show we do is all ad lib. We going off the fly here. Mm-hmm. If you see us looking down over here, that's us checking social media for bullshit. That's, and that's, that's normally it. what we all do. <laughs> so if you see anybody looking at this, somebody that said something stupid looking like. Mm-hmm. We have no script at all when it comes to these shows. You getting all knowledge live here. We gonna do our homework all day and then get on the show and don't have no script. <laughs> How you know, Mike? Well, I, I looked at it earlier today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll get into a few of these comments, man. Like mm-hmm. Jet Life here said, same people who thought wanted us to tank this season for draft picks are the same ones complaining every week. Can't be positive or supportive for ish. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> And here's a comment right here that said, you must admit it's hard to be positive without the last couple of years. Nope, and then not true. See. No, nope, not, not true. Not at all. Not true. That's because you chose to focus on that type of stuff. That's, everything is what you choose to do. If you choose to focus on negative, that's all you're going to see. If I choose to ignore and uplift, guess what? That's what I'm going to see. I'm going to see positive. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You always heard that there's a quote that's out here that's famously said that I looked up and said, actually, it was Bruce Lee that said this. You are what you think of. If you think of everything negative, just like Mike said, you can't see nothing positive if everything you think of is negative with the team. Now, this comes to the notion that they people think that we're not mad that they're losing. <laughs> oh, no, nah, we pissed off that they lose. Have y'all been in all, like, you have y'all you... been in all spaces? <laughs> it's not, I, it's I, not went through, I done went through 15 remote controls in the last year and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, you have not been in our spaces, or you have not. look. Boy, we gonna record one of our um shows. Well, I wouldn't even say show. We're gonna record. We're gonna find a way to record our conversations during the game, so y'all can understand how it really is. Bro, bro, you you. I look. I throw things like I, I got my cut. I got my nephew saying f f u f u now. Now he's saying it. Why? Because he watched me doing these games. Now I gotta try to like, like no, that's not a good word. <laughs> now he's saying exactly. fuck. Exactly. So it's trust me, we're not happy. <laughs> Just like he said right here. Shout out to Juan for this. He said perception is by choice, not by circumstance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you like you say, if you only focus on the negative, that's all you're gonna see. 
like I said, we we so more focused on Kyle Pitts not getting no damn targets. We negate the fact that Drake London had a hell of a game because of Kyle Pitts. Hmm. We did. We don't focus on the fact that Drake London is on the pace for a fourteen hundred yard season. We're not focusing on the fact that this offense, despite being down 28 to 3, still ran the ball. Didn't let up on their identity at all. Instead of focusing on the fact that Kyle Pitts ain't getting no targets, we're not focused on the fact that once the Rams stop running the ball, that's when the Falcons made a comeback. So you can focus on the negative all you want. But the people don't want to hear that all the time. They, like I said, even in dire circumstances, as if the Falcons ain't made the playoffs in the last five years. If I want to hear somebody complaining all the time, don't you think out that energy is going to be brought into my life where I take it out on somebody I love? Nobody want to hear that all day. I hear enough of it at work as it is. I don't need to be hearing it from y'all. Y'all don't need to be hearing it from us. Am I right? You're right on it. I, okay. I, I'm not the right. I'm 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 so not the person to come complaining to you because I'm gonna tell you shut the fuck up quick. <laughs> Well, you're going to get to sit your goofy head down in the quickest way possible. Sit your goofy ass down. <laughs> Quick. Why you oh, think man. that? How you think that? How that, uh, <laughs> how we came up with that to begin with? Oh, we hear that crap, man. Exactly. You sitting here with the, um, oh, man. <laughs> So Shane came with another question. He says, do you guys think Mariota has the ability to get us a ring, not this year, but any year? I don't don't understand. No one quarterback has the ability to give any team a ring. No one quarterback. Quarterback is a piece of the puzzle. I understand what you're saying, but absolutely. Mm -hmm. If Trent Dilber can do it, why the hell Marcus Mariota? Man, we got to. Man, do we got to go down that road again? A uh, bad quarterback that don't won Super Bowls. Bad I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. Mariota getting us a ring? Hell no. Nah. But he's brought here for one reason. He's brought here to be a bridge quarterback, which means That's what we got on. He signed he's going to be taken. Go ahead, say it again, Mike. Say it for the people in the back. Brought here on a two-year contract. If we wanted, if we had any idea of, of any, uh, uh, if they had plans on making him the quarterback, he would have signed more than a two-year contract. Right. You think? For those, 
For those that might not know what a bridge quarterback is, he is the guy that's going to be taking the bumps and the bruises and teach the young gunner on the do's and don'ts of the NFL game. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this. If Mariota continues to make those plays where there's turnovers involved and stuff like that, you may see Ritter a lot sooner than you think. Mm-hmm. This is what the job of the bridge quarterback is. It's your job to lose. Y'all can check out uh, Desmond Ritter tracker where I went in detail to speak about when and how Desmond Ritter can possibly be a starter. I've already stayed on that. So you guys just go mm-hmm. through our just go through our playlist and and listen to it for yourself. Me and K Styles been talking about that type of stuff. Who the hell you think put him on Desmond Ritter? <laughs> <laughs> he damn right. <laughs> that was K Styles. And I and I had to give a shout out to Just Bomb Productions too for introducing me to Ritter. I think that was his sophomore year they, they introduced me to him. Then I watched him his junior year and I was like, yeah, I like mm-hmm. this guy. Mm-hmm. But oh lord, oh lord. I do. Do I want to answer this question? I think I might want to answer this question. <laughs> I'm good. I don't. I'm not gonna go on the rant. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna give it the energy. Said, do you think we should have got Justin Fields over Kyle Pitts? Uh, no. No. Hell no. Man, them motherfuckers don't even trust him throwing the ball. How the hell? <laughs> he threw the ball like seven times. Like, man, huh? And as crazy as it sounds, that Justin Fields was actually in a better situation in Chicago than he would have been here in Atlanta. Remember, you're going to be coming in. He'd be coming in here with a with no Kyle Pitts, no no decoy, and it's possible Cordero Patterson might not be the guy that he is right now. Right. So he'll essentially be in the same situation. He actually would be in a worse situation than where he is in Chicago right now. My my question to you guys, why should we have drafted Justin Fields? Why do you think we should have done so? That's what I want to know. Because obviously, for whatever reason, um, because I don't see Chicago putting up big numbers. <laughs> I mean, like I said, they don't even trust him to throw the ball. What the fuck is he gonna do here? Said, that motherfucker got twenty-eight pass attempts. <laughs> Every other team got twenty-eight completions. <laughs> Look, Mariota did that. Damn, that did that in the first game. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like I said, I understand it's the question, and I gave this man. Uh, I've got to be rude right here. Just give this number. The man had total the entire game eleven passes. <laughs> do you do you hear what I'm saying? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? 
11 total passes, and this is what you want to be an Atlanta Falcons quarterback? They don't even trust them. So that should tell you everything. Right. Right. But yeah, that question that question is dead long and gone. And I know I know you kind of just asked that as kind of like a just a question, just to throw it up mm-hmm. there. So yeah. there ain't no real I'm finna get on your ass type of shit. No. Yeah. Either way, like I said, I answer any damn question. I don't care what it is. But <clears throat> oh yeah. Bridget here said, by the way, now they'd be saying, let's get Bryce or somebody else. They have already moved on by now. Oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. The get Bryce Young crowd ain't, has dissipated. Yeah, I look like I'm going to break that man just breathing on him. Nah, I'm good <laughs> on that. Nah, Peppin, I'm good. That dude is that's too inconsistent for me. <laughs> Wait. The hell was that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just heard a voice on the side, like, <laughs> nah, boy, I'm good on Bryce. I'm good on C. Like I said, CJ Stroud played at Ohio State. That's all I need to be saying right there. No. <laughs> I have a better chance of finding a pro quarterback at Delaware State. But we can't be talking about Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. Till you get rid of a chance. Mm-hmm. But I seen a couple guys on Twitter that was on the CJ Stroud, Bryce Young side of the game. Now they claiming Desmond Ritter is their quarterback now. Ooh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow, is a Taliban, but I'll tell you. Only thing I can say, only thing I can say is Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um <laughs> motherfucker claiming motherfucker claiming Desmond Ritter is his quarterback now. He went through a whole offseason talking about C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young is my guy. <laughs> I said, wow. I said, wow. Y'all done switched like that. Oh, and speaking of that, um, we were coming right by the end of the show anyway. Um, I told Mike I was going to do this, and I'm going to go ahead and get is Spencer Rattler decent? Hell no. Spencer Rattler is garbage. I can't even make it. Look, I can't even tell you if he's better than Stetson Bennett. Okay. Uh, Stetson Bennett will wipe him off the floor, bro. I ain't even going to tell you. Look, look, look. I, I, like, I'm going to be real. I, like, I don't see nothing in Spencer Rattler at all. I see some in Spencer Rattler. I see, I, I, I see Crybaby and Spencer Rattler. My goodness. I'm like, damn. I like, that dude literally went from <laughs> for last college season as the projected number one overall pick for the 2022 draft to getting his ass benched for a freshman at Oklahoma, 
transferring to South Carolina, thinking that he's going to get a different start and getting his ass busted up all up and down the SEC <laughs> right now. It's, it's bad. He having bad games, too. Bruh. But this dude look like Mitchell Trubisky at Duke, bruh. No, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. He played in North Carolina. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I thought about Daniel Jones. Yeah. He legit like Mitchell. He 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 was worse than Mitchell Trubisky at North Carolina, bro. As a Georgia Tech fan, I would rather take Justin Thomas. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I don't want nothing to do with Rail. <laughs> because the problem with Spencer Rattler is <clears throat> he, if y'all ever have, I wonder if anybody's ever watched that um show called uh, Beyond Quarterback One or something like that. I think it's like Quarterback One or something like that. Um, Spencer Rattler was on one of those episodes. I think he was on the season before last year. Bro, this dude is this dude is on the Baker Mayfield side of the game. Damn, not Baker Mayfield. Woo. I'm talking about attitude and everything. This dude is so entitled. It's understandable if you are the best player on the field and you show on it. No, this dude automatically. This dude damn near picked a fight with a teammate because his teammate played better than him. Really? We, we, we doing that? Oh, man, Chris B was going to ask me a, a Georgia Tech question. Jeff Sims. Uh, <clears throat> Jeff Sims, quarterback, Georgia Tech, is kind of having that problem of hesitancy. Have you seen that offensive line at Georgia Tech? Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. No, but getting back to what I was talking about, I don't want to go down that road right now. And yes, I did go to therapy after that game, too. I went to um, OG therapy after that game. But... This is the reason why we do this. Because when we're talking Atlanta Falcons, we're giving it to you from a fan perspective. We try to give it to you as real as we can. Rather you disagree or agree, or you may not like the way we say it. But at the end of the day, we stand 10 toes down. I'm scrummaging around. Hold on, let me let me do my typing noise. Oh, no, nah, I'm on my phone now. We don't type no more. We on our phone. We swipe. <laughs> so I'm swiping through Twitter. And the first thing that popped up on my Twitter feed is some halftime shit. I wonder oh, if anybody's seen this. Mike, I got to do it. Mm. I gotta do it. 
I wonder if y'all gonna y'all gonna see the name on this screen and, 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 and tell me what y'all think. I'm not even gonna say a word. <laughs> Why are we doing that? Let's play a little music. Why are we doing that? I'm not gonna say now. I'm just let y'all read that. Just make sure. Yeah. Just read that. <laughs> wow. I'm not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> this is y'all king this is who y'all go to <laughs> Boy, boy like get him the fuck out of here <laughs> I, 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 that, that's about as far as I can put it in I should have said that like that, but <laughs> oh, these were going in on them now, like your bitch, dummy. <laughs> uh, look. I can't bring it any close. Hell, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so damn flabbergasted. I forgot how to damn, get the damn pitch off. <laughs> but did you see the name that was underneath that, the first comment? Mm. Did y'all see who was the first comment under that? Got to throw away his whole Falcon platform because Matt Ryan got traded to the Colts, and now he's a Colts fan. <laughs> we like Matt Ryan, but like we told y'all before, we ten toe down with the Falcons over here, regardless of who's on this damn team. <laughs> Somebody said I was going to subscribe to dude too. I mean, look, this ain't the first time he done said it. He done clearly stated several times that he's not a real Falcon fan. This ain't the first mm-hmm. time. Last year he said he was a real fan. And the year he before that, now that's almost on the Jansen side of the game, who mm-hmm. is a Jets fan. Tough Falcons. See, I don't even play them games, bro. You ain't gonna never see me claim another team. You ain't never heard me say I, I, I cover anything. I look, and these are the people that we we hold high that's supposed to represent us. I don't care you from around. I don't care. Then you, and then you got the Falcoholic putting out all negative connotations of articles dealing with the Falcons. Negating everything of everything else. 
This is why we do what we do. And we ain't telling y'all not to subscribe to him. I, I would rather prefer y'all to subscribe to him. Why? Mm-hmm. So you can point out the bullshit and see what it's <laughs> exactly who, who really who's yeah. not. So I prefer exactly. to you follow and see for yourself and decide for yourself who you want to subscribe to, who you want to truly represent our Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Then somebody said D-Led same way too. This D-Led right here. Oh, let me get D-Led on the phone right quick. So y'all can listen oh to my what he sounded. No, like. you don't do that. Oh yes, I God. do. This is this is D or Little Lab, but this is how he sounded every interview. What the fuck you talking about? What a thing. <laughs> 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 you know what? I'm gonna play it again because that shit is hilarious. Let me go and play that again. <laughs> All right, y'all, man. We gonna we gonna wind the show down for the night, man. I, 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 we 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 had to get a little laughter. And definitely use that to set up for the uh, heavy hitters tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. Same time, same same networks, and as well as get ready for Dirty Bird Thursday. Oh yeah! Well, you're gonna have these two shows. I'm gonna get y'all ready for Sunday. So let's go ahead and do the outro the right way. Let's do the outro the right way. Man, that thing make you want to smoke a spiff, boy. I'm telling you, boy. <laughs> so, definitely appreciate y'all tuning in to the Six Man Combo. As you already know, man, we are always here every Thursday. Not Thursday. Tuesday. Like I said, make sure y'all go ahead and tune in to heavy hitters tomorrow like I said as well as going for ASN and check out Dirty Birds at this day so as we always say here at Atlanta Falcons fan base the true fans rather we 16 and 0 17 and 0 team you're going to get the Falcons all Every day. So if you have a problem with that, you have 31 other teams you can root for. We over here, we don't have time here. So until next time, people, we ain't here to play. Stay. Oh, yeah, dig it.
You ain't gotta go home. Get the hell out of here. Man, this is another, but I ain't even gonna tell you don't lie, boy. This sound like a song back in like 90s West Coast. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it sound like. <laughs> you went to the store, got your 40, and you about to fuck your girl because of your MTV raps or something. Yo and TV rap got the hats on the crap. Shake them up, shake them up, shake them up, shake them. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, people. Peace, man.